Hello, comrades, and welcome to Cold-Blooded History. My name is Nix Shade. Now, today, we will be talking about a Russian serial killer. In fact, it is probably Russia's most infamous, or if not one of their most infamous, Andrei Romanovich Chikatilo, who coined a psychology term we will be discussing later. Now, trigger warning before I begin, this does involve sexual assault, um, murder, obviously, um, and just overall horribleness that is done to both women and children. So if you are triggered by that, I suggest you click off now, stop listening, and go listen or watch something else that you enjoy that makes you feel happy. So, yes, but let's begin if you're still here. Andrei Chikatilo was born on October 16, 1936, in the village of Yabluchne in the Sumy Oblast of the Ukrainian SSR. At the time, um, the Ukra Ukraine, Ukrainian SSR essentially, was going through a famine because of Joseph Stalin and his decision that Ukraine should be known for agriculture. And it was also known as the breadbasket of the SSR at the time. But anyways, exciting. Before he was born, um, his mother well told him before he was born that um, his supposed brother Stefan Chikatilo was taken, killed, and cannibalized by their neighbors. Now this was because again Ukraine was in the middle of a famine, and Andrei himself often said that he hadn't had bread until the age of twelve, and that he and his family often had to eat grass to sustain their life essentially to not be hungry but anyways but it is honestly unknown whether he did have a brother named Stefan or if a Stefan Chikatilo even existed or whatever um, and yes he was an only child until about 1943 when his mother gave birth to a baby girl now his father at the time was in conscripted to be in World War II to join the army in World War II and so he obviously could not have been the father. It was said, though, that, well, it was pro her mo his mother, Andre's mother, was probably assaulted by a German officer because that was kind of the thing. German officers assaulted many Ukrainian women and Russian women and just did awful, horrible things, and his sister probably was the product of such assault. And he since his family, the Chikatilo family, reportedly and obviously, well, not obviously, but lived in a one-room house, in a one-room hut, um, it was speculated and, on, and possibly true that he had witnessed it, and it hurt. Now, great, that's, yes, let's watch our mother being assaulted. Fun. His sister's name was Tatiana, by the way anyone was interested, I guess. In 1944, Chikatilo um, began schooling in September. Um, he was often bullied because he was poor and he didn't have money clothes, much money for clothing. He looked, he was hungry, he was skinny, and he was timid, apparently. And he was often berated with his sister by their mother, along with his sister by their mother. 
And overall, both of his home, both his home and school life were not that great. Which, yes, that that leads to a healthy adulthood. Everyone, they don't make me feel bad for a serial killer, please. Tatiana. Chikatilo's sister, um, said that even though things were difficult at home, their father was a kind man, whereas their mother was just harsh and cruel and just unfair to them. Which, that's awful, honestly. But that is probably the case for a lot of serial killers, unfortunately, is that at least one parent is awful, if not both. But we'll get into that in a different time. He was rather smart, though, in school. His teachers often bestowed praise on him, just heaps and heaps of praise on him, and and accommodations because of what what was going on at home and how he was. And he, you know, he was very smart. He he loved to read, he loved to write. He wanted to prove himself to basically show that he could be just like the other students, even though his circumstances were very difficult. Which, good for him, but also didn't really help, I guess. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Let's move on to puberty for Mr. Chikitio. By his teens, he was most he was both a model student and an ardent communist. He was appointed editor of his school's newspaper at age 14. He was chairman of the People's Communist Party Committee two years later, and he was an avid reader of communist literature. He also delegated the task of organizing some street marches. Although he claimed that learning did not come easy to him, he, due to headaches and poor memory, he was the only student from his collective farm to well, complete the final year of study, graduating with excellent grades in 1954. Now, on to the onset of puberty. And we'll get into the murders very quickly soon. But anyways, um, he was known, he suffered from chronic impotence, and it worsened his social awkwardness and self-hatred of himself. He was shy in the company of women. He, um, he just, he couldn't find love. He couldn't get it up, essentially. That's what impotence means, but yeah. And it really hurt with trying to get a lady. Because, yeah. Which, fair enough, but still. Anyways, uh, yeah, that is also probably, that was likely a factor in um, him, you know, just not being able to, that was likely a factor in him killing. But yeah, it was um, great, one, lovely. I um, I might have to do a part two, I don't know, we'll see. But um, anyways, let's continue. Uh, Mr. Chikatilo, um, he had a first crush at 17, um, possibly due to his impotence that didn't work out. Um, it was great, lovely. Um, but anyways, let's move on to the start of his crimes, essentially. Actually, um, let's do a little more about his education. Um, following his graduation, he applied for a scholarship at Moscow State University. Even though he passed the entrance examination, um, he was, his grades were not deemed good enough for the acceptance. 
he thought it was his he was rejected due to his father's tainted record. His father was branded a traitor for being taken prisoner in 1943, which is stupid, but we'll get into that different time on another set, I don't know. Anyways. But it was just because That's students had performed better in the highly in the, um, the better highly competitive exam, essentially. So it wasn't that his father was doing a traitor. It was just, you know, students performed. And I will most likely have to make a book too. But let's begin with his crimes, shall we? In May of 1973, um, he committed his first known sexual assault on one of his pupils, as he was a teacher at the time. I might get into that in the second part, but whatever. Um, he swam towards a 15-year-old girl and groped her breasts and genitals, and ejaculated as the girl struggled against his, graps, his grasp. Months later, he also assaulted another teenage girl whom he locked in his classroom. He was not disciplined for either of these, which is awful. You don't do that nor for the occasions in which fellow teachers observed Chikatilo fondling himself in the presence of his students. One of his duties at the school he worked at was to make sure his students were in their dormitories in the evenings, and on several occasions he was known to have entered the girls' dormitory in hopes of seeing them undressed. Lovely. And I will have to make a part two of this, but still... Anyways, um, his career as a teacher ended in March 1981, so following several complaints of child molestation against pupils of both sexes. In the same month, he began a job as a supply clerk for a factory based in Rostov, which produced construction materials. This is where Chikatilo began murdering. Just saying. Um, it required him to travel extensively across much of the Soviet Union to either physically purchase the raw materials required to fill production quotas or to negotiate supply contracts. Um, part two coming up soon. Promise. <laughs>